you're listening to Osborne Radio, the Locker Room Podcast, that's it, proudly produced by the great team at Osborne Radio. So, as I said, my name is Darren, bringing you the first episode of the Locker Room. Every week, we're still getting our feet, so I might change uh, each week, but we'll try to figure out what night we're going to, we're going to, uh, we'll record on and we'll let everyone know. But it's great to have you listening wherever you're listening from. And wow, 64 listeners so far. Hello, buongiorno, ciao, g'day. Wherever you're listening from, let us know. Hit us up on uh, the our Mixler page. Go to mixler.com and search for Osports Radio. Or you could send us a message on our Facebook page. We'd love to Love to hear your thoughts. And Kay, Locker Room. Of course, Locker Room. Sports. That's what we're all about here at The Locker Room. And this is only one of three podcasts that are produced by Oz Sports Radio. We've got some exciting news, but we'll tell you a bit more later in the show. And we're going to get to start. We're going to start to talk about some sports now. This is a sports podcast, and we're going to be t- uh, talking a rugby World Cup. Now, don't get confused. I started reading the press release I received earlier today and got confused. But bear with me, and I shall explain. Rugby World Cup 2021. It's going to be held in New Zealand. South Africa versus France, billed as the Rugby World Cup 2021 opener in a revamped 2022 match schedule. Ah, 2022, do I hear you say? Did Darren make a mistake? No, he did not. Of course, what are we all dealing with? Doesn't matter what part of the world we're dealing with. COVID-19, of course. So, Rugby... What rugby, uh, the international body for rugby and rugby New Zealand, have decided to postpone the uh, Rugby World Cup, which was due to be held in New Zealand later this year, commencing on October the 8th and running through to November the 12th in 2022. So we're all on the one page now? Right. So we... If you've got tickets, I'm not sure what happened. I would talk to your ticket supplier and see if you could if they're going to be valid for next year. Right. So we're all on the same page now. So um, so the South Africa will take on France and it's going to be and it's billed as the Rugby World Cup 2020 opener. So that should be a really good ma- match, the Springboks against France. New Zealand versus Australia. Now, this is the match I'm interested in, living in Australia. This is the match I will be watching. And it's not the men's, as I thought it was. The press release was not that clear. It is the women's Rugby World Cup we're talking about here. So, not the men's, it's the women's. So, New Zealand versus Australia will close out the opening day at quarter past seven New Zealand time at Eden Park. France take on England on the match day three at eight o'clock New Zealand time in one Hungaria. If someone's from New Zealand, if they'd like to correct me on that, please do. I'm very happy to, to apologise to the people who live in Wuhanegraya. USA will face Canada on match day six at quarter past three in the, the afternoon at the Waitakere Stadium. 
All fixtures to be played on weekends with an exciting triple header of matches scheduled per day in the pool phase with no overlap of matches. Rugby World Cup 2021 to take place from October the 8th to, to November the 12th, 2022 in, in Auckland and Wauhanagari. World Rugby host World Rugby and host New Zealand Rugby have announced the match schedule for Rugby World Cup 2021, playing in 2022. The schedule supports the ambition of an accessible event that will let you attendance and fan engagement records, taking the sport to you audiences worldwide when it kicks off on October 2022. And we're just going to audio grab for you. I love this uh, Rugby World Cup 2021 played in 22 match schedule for two key reasons. And the first is that for the first time in history, uh, women's rugby players at a Rugby World Cup will be getting the appropriate amount of rest in between games. So at previous World Cups, including the two that I played in, you'd play a test match and then maybe three days or four days later another one and then another one and it was so hard on the body. Uh, this time Rugby World Cup Limited have um, lined it up with the men five days minimum. So what that means for everybody out there, the audience and people coming live to the games is that the players are going to be super fresh and the actual product of rugby is going to be so much better. So that's exciting. And then finally, I think uh, all of the games in the weekend, that's a biggie for me. Everybody here in New Zealand or anyone who travels over um, will be able to just pick up uh, in the weekend. doesn't matter about work or school. And we hopefully we're going to have really big crowds because uh, all of those matches are either Saturday, Sundays. There you go. So it sounds like it's going to be an exciting event. The Oral Rugby World Cup 2021-2022. And we'll be, we'll be keeping on top of that as it draws closer. And now let's turn our... Let's have a look at... Let's turn our attention to uh, Aussie rules. Of course, we all love Aussie rules if you live in Australia. And hopefully all your listeners are... Okay, it's around 11 this weekend and there are changes to match locations, of course. If you've caught up with other media sources, you would find out, you would know that Melbourne is in another case of a lockdown. They're in lockdown for seven days. What throws a spanner in the two matches? And going through the fixtures for this weekend, it's actually not that many matches that have actually been affected. But we'll go through the ones that have been affected first. Hawthorne Gold Coast Suns our game has now been moved to the SCG. It was originally fixtured to be played in Darwin. However, due to the Northern Territory's border restrictions as a result of Victoria's evolving COVID-19 situation, alternative plans have been arranged. The match will now be played at the SCG uh, at 20 to 8 on Saturday night. So that's uh, tomorrow night. Still, still Friday night in Adelaide. The Adelaide versus Richmond game was the only other match to be cha- ch- uh, to be changed. The Adelaide versus Richmond match, which would pe- which was penciled in to be played at the MCG uh, tonight, being Friday, Friday night will now be played at the the Giants Stadium out at Homebush on Sunday, May the 30th at 22.2 at 1.40pm. That's on Sunday, May 30th at 1.40pm. 
and that was moved from the MCG to the Giants Stadium. Of course, that's home to the Greater Western Sydney Giants. Okay, then the rest of the schedule is pretty well the uh, same as planned. Dogs versus Demons match, no change. That was um, that was that was played at Marvel Stadium tonight, and that was um, so that that went ahead. The Magpie versus Catchers match. No change, that's at the MCG on Saturday afternoon at quarter past one Victorian time. Lions versus the Giant match, no change, that's now, that's was scheduled to be played at the Gabba and still is being played at the Gabba, that's on Saturday at 1.40pm. St Kilda versus the Kangaroos, no change, they're at Marvel Stadium tomorrow at 5 past 4pm tomorrow afternoon. Eagles versus Bombers, no change. They're playing up in Western Australia at the Optus Stadium tomorrow evening at 10 past 7. The Sydney versus Carlton game, no change. That's also at the SCG on Sunday afternoon at 2.50pm. And to run out to finish up the round, it's Port Adelaide versus Dockers, no change. Also on Sunday at 10 to 5 p.m. And the Port Adelaide versus Dockers. That's here in Adelaide at the beautiful Adelaide Oval. You're listening to All Sports Radio. This is the Locker Room Podcast. And you, if you're in Australia, you can hit us up on the Viva Teamwear. We thank Viva Teamwear for their ongoing support of All Sports Radio. For all your on-field and fan merch and Teamwear, make sure you hit up the great team at Viva Teamwear. Great substrain company. And you can get onto the Viva Team, uh, the Viva Teamwear SMS line on 0411-983050. That's 0411-983050. Hit us up. We'd love to read out your SMSs on, on the podcast. Radio, you're with... Darren on the locker room. We're going to head back to some more rugby union news now. We're going to stick with the females. The Wallaroos, of course, are the women's equivalent to the Wallabies. They've got a match against Samoa coming up. Get behind our Build Corp Wallaroos. There's plenty to look forward to. Look forward for our Build Corp Wallaroos, starting with a two-test series against Samoa this July. Our girls in green and gold will square off against the Manasunia firstly in a double header with the Wallabies at Suncorp Stadium on the 17th of July, followed by a standalone fixture at Leichhardt Oval on Thursday the 22nd of July. In other exciting news, and we've kind of talked about this in our first uh, story, you know, it was an announced today, that was, uh, yes, still today, Friday, that our Buildcorp Wallaroos will open their Rugby World Cup account with a grudge match against old rivals and tournament hosts, New Zealand Black Ferns. Of course, that's in the Rugby Women's Rugby World Cup. And now we turn our attention to the to soccer at the A League. Adelaide United, Odd Sports Radio caught up with the uh, coach of Adelaide United, Carl Viet. And here's what he had to say ahead of their clash with Sydney FC on Saturday night. 
Okay, we don't seem to have that audio um, at the moment. So we'll... Something that we're really looking forward to. You don't get a result, could slip out of finals completely. You do get a result because if you're, well, keep pushing for a top two. How aware of you of that? Can you talk to the guys about that? Look, everyone's aware of, um, you know, how the table situates at the moment. Um, but at the moment, you know, we've still got everything in our hands and we know if we can get two wins out of our last two games, there's a good chance we could be, you know, potentially be a top two side or at least be a top four. So um, that's what our goal is. Yeah, look, it's, um, you know, last year it was uh, very close as well. We only just missed out last year um, by a point. So this year, you know, we're aware, you know, we want to, you know, as a club, we're, our goal is to um, be successful and to play finals football and, and tomorrow night we need to, you know, put our mark on the, on the league for this season and, and get a good result. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely out. They've, you know, both um, got hamstring injuries, so um, it's not ideal. Um, it's been something that hasn't been um, ideal for us this year. We've lost uh, too many players over the course of the season with injuries, which is not great. So it's something that we need to look into for next season. And look, we've got Alassane coming back into the, into the squad. You know, he, um, he, we weren't happy with some of the things that he, he'd done in the last few weeks. So we sent him to the NPL and he responded well, as best as he could. He scored a hat-trick. We couldn't ask any more f from him. So he'll come back into the squad and, and hopefully he can bring some of that form back into to the A-League. Look, he just needs to get his confidence back. You know, he, as you said, he burst onto the scene and had a, had a great season last year. And then he had a few injury concerns in the off-season and, and that. And he just hasn't been able to get his, his body back to where it was when he was playing that well. Um, and we're aware of that. And we've given him time this year. And hopefully he can start showing that form that he had when he came in, into the season last last year. Yeah, that's our plan. Yeah, Alisson will come straight in and, and play. So we're looking for him to, as I said, score goals. That's what he's there to do, is score goals and, and help link up the play the way that we want to play football. So, um, and that's what we, we're expecting from him. Yeah, look, it, it's, you know, unfortunately that's the world we live in at the moment. And, you know, we were in Melbourne on the weekend and fortunately we, you know, we stay to ourselves pretty much when we travel. Um, and when the boys came back, we all had to go have our tests and we all got our negative results. So um, that's, you know, something that you just have to manage. We're used to it now. This interruptions of the season, last season, this season, um, you know, we just have to um, do what we can do. Yeah, it's disappointing for them, you know, because they were tremendous last week. Um, I, I think there was at least 200 of them there last week at the victory game, which was, which was great. And that's something that, um, while we love playing at home because our, our supporters are so passionate and they get behind the team and, and we're going to need that tomorrow night. You know, the, the lift that they give the players during the game is, is tremendous and, and a couple of times this year they've got us over the line and got us the three points and we're going to need that again tomorrow night from our supporters. Yeah, look, they're a very difficult side to score against Sydney. That's, you know, a lot of people talk about um, their attacking threats, you know, that, that they've got, but first of all, you've got to break them down. They're a very difficult side to break down, and then they're, they're very dangerous on the counter-attack. They've got some very good quality players that um, don't need many opportunities, and they seem to take their opportunities when they get them. So that's something that we have to be mindful of. It's not singling out one player particularly, because they've, they've got quite a few players that can, that can hurt you at, at moments in game. Yeah, we'll pick our best team. Um, we've tried to do that for the whole season, play our best 11 that's available. There's been a, when we had that, it's four games in 11 days, we had to change one or two players, but um, we prefer not to change too much. 
we pick the best available 11 um, and that's the challenge for the playing group. They have to be in the best 11 and train them um, to their highest quality every, every time they train. Um, look, it's, um, you know, everyone has big squads and, and it's just, um, you know, it's disappointing, I suppose, for those clubs to lose their players. But on the flip side for those players, they're going to represent the country. There's no greater honour. Um, you know, unfortunately, we've had a couple of players that have missed out on that and I've, you know, I'm disappointed for them because I think they've had good seasons and we would have loved to have had our players included in, in the Socceroos because that's what um, you want. You want the, the Socceroos to have success and you want your players to be part of that. Um, look, I, I suppose um, all players that are, have those aspirations will always have to play at their best. You know, they don't need those um, other things to help fire them up. They, they've got their goals that they want to do and and they have to be at their best to, to achieve them. Yeah, look, it's an opportunity to fail us on. We expect Tommy to be back for next week's game. Um, and with Cassini and Wanda, we're not too sure yet. They were, um, you know, we'll let this week settle down for, with their injury and then we, we'll reassess on Monday for those two. But uh, we're expecting Tommy to be available for the Western Sydney game next week. Our sports radio, this is the Locker Room Bar podcast with Darren. It's great to be with you on this um, th- th- Friday night. I'm seeing you know, I've lost track of what day it is. It's Friday night. Well, it's almost Saturday morning here in Adelaide. Let's start to talk about the NBL or the National Basketball League. Hawks saw closer to finals berth. A stunning performance from Tyler Harvey has helped the Illawarra Hawks move one step closer to a finals berth with a huge 84-73 win over the Sky Sport New Zealand Breakers. Illawarra is now two wins clear in uh, in fourth, fourth spot on the Hungry Jacks NBL ladder with just three games remaining. Harvey was on fire all night, scoring 30 points pulling down eight rebounds. Big man Sam Froling continued his great run of form to contribute 22 points and eight rebounds. Finn Delaney put the breakers on his back for majority of the match as he finished with 24 points, five rebounds. Levi Randolph was big for the breakers, early to put up 13 points and eight rebounds. Two Sports Radio's Locker Room Podcast. Uh, Dan, what what can you say about that um, that third quarter? Unfortunately, it was uh, a tight match all throughout, but that, that third quarter, that uh, period, I think six turnovers in a row sort of perhaps killed your chances tonight? Yeah, in terms of uh, how this game developed and the flow of the game, uh, the third quarter was, we heard us a lot. Uh, didn't uh, start the quarter very well, not aggressive enough, and uh, uh, then uh, lost our focus and a few, they made a run, a quick run. They can score in bunches. We, we want to keep them under control, but uh, they had uh, we turned the ball over after a timeout in uh, against pressure. And uh, generally speaking, they do impact the game and force you to some turnovers. Um, that was a big key for the game. I think in some moments of the of the game, we stayed with uh, how we wanted to avoid them, 
but uh, whenever we lost uh, focus, uh, they got us and uh, took the lead. And that was Shamir Dow white player and coach of uh, the Breakers Sky Sport um, Breakers team who went down to Illawarra this this evening. And uh, just looking at who's tuning in, I'd just like to say a big, big ciao to... Rami, Rami Kamara, hopefully that's how you pronounce it, I'm sorry if I've got that wrong, please leave a message and how you pronounce it and I'll, and I'll try to say it better. Thanks for tuning in, it's great to have so many listeners uh, tuning in from around, around the place, it's uh, excellent to see so many people tuning in for our first podcast of The Locker Room. You might now hear from the Illawarra coach and player who took on the New Zealand Breakers tonight. Really what was talked about leading into the game as a whole and uh, you know coming in here real dangerous game um, a very well coached team a very talented team that everybody knows has had a, a really difficult situation and you end up you know we're playing for our lives and you end up down in New Zealand on on now they now they get a home opportunity and uh, just making sure that um, we 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 brought the defensive energy in which we've been playing at home to this game and I just feel like the fact that we stayed in this and we're still in the game at halftime we didn't let them separate from us they knew they were 20 minutes to go and I just think how we um, discussed playing them they just tightened it um, that that step the, for the last 20 minutes I mean a 40 minutes is a long time but they were in there at halftime and really no changes it was just the rotations were tighter there was more communication on the floor more energy on the bench we knew we had a chance so uh, um, I just thought we did a tremendous job in that quarter as you say with Tyler and uh, with um, Ty and Corey and uh, White on those on balls. And uh, it, they're so tough to guard on those picks and the multiple on balls. And then those two shooters they got um, in the corners makes things really difficult. But uh, uh, again, as you said, I think we tightened it in the third quarter and continued the defense in the fourth, and that led to our win. I'm starting the obvious here, but um, <laughs> we will need the quotes. Um, it's a huge win in the context of your season. Um, given it's sort of a pretty much a three-way tussle there, and it puts you ahead of the Kings and uh, the Bra- and uh, the Bullets. So, in the context of the season, I know you'll only be taking a game at a time, but uh, how important was this win? No, we knew. Uh, I mean, they knew. Um, you know, you, you gotta. Everybody, everyone this season is gone. It's been a an unbelievable slog for all teams and and we've discussed New Zealand I won't won't again they've done it harder than anybody but um, for all teams it's been very very difficult and very long and to be in the situation we're in now with a week to go and we've still got a chance um, just the importance is monumental for for our new team and new organization these this last week of the season and we just want to make sure we leave everything out there in each one of those games and see where it takes us and and tonight was a huge one because it's a it's the last road game and uh it gives us that opportunity to go home with a little bit of cushion so uh this was this again was uh was big and it's not something that i had to strum with them everybody's aware everybody understands it mate gorge 
Yeah, thanks. Yeah, gorgeous, Matt. Um, do you do you feel like you know it's all started to come together for you? I mean, obviously you've had the big changes with the marquee players going out, but it, it seems like you, the, the group is is settled and really beginning to understand their roles at, at kind of the, the best time of the year, really. No, I, I feel I do. I, I feel good about the day to day, and I think you know tonight we had we, we tightened the rotations a little bit, but I mean this stretch. I've got the guy next to me um, in Adelaide. You know, um, uh, you know now having. Uh, Timmy Conrad, you know, he made big shots tonight. I just think we're getting const uh, contribution from deeper in the bench than we did at the start of the season. And uh, with all these gamings coming in rapid fire, it, it's, it's decided our season, really. The fact that we have a chance is that what you're saying is we're getting contribution from more bodies and uh, we're starting to get some confidence and play better as a team. So, uh, um, yeah, let's see where it takes us. But I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm really pleased with the bench. I keep coming in because I just don't think um, we're in this thing. And the guys subconsciously, those main guys, it's too big of an ask. And they know we're going to go to the bench. They know they got contribution there. And I think it's it, it it's made us a better team. And going to the starters though, Sam Froling, exceptional performance tonight. I mean they're the production you've got out of your bigs, I mean, not just Sam, but, but AJ, I mean, that has to be really pleasing for you. Really excited about Sam in, in the seasons he's had uh, to date and uh, a tremendous uh, uh, talent for the future, you know, and uh, having a tremendous season. And then AJ's another one, you know, you look at what's gone on the past few years and now he's the captain of this and he's really, um, you know, the leader. In, in, in a thing that's a, a group that's forming in a special culture. So um, I, I'm, I'm really, those two, I, I mean, no, I'm, I'm talking about them all, but I'm, I'm, there's a warm spot in my heart about what's going on with AJ this year. And uh, frawling is, is, is uh, something we're going to build around for the future. And you've had a lot of great players defensively in your time. I mean, where, where do you rank Justin Simon and just the impact that he has all over the floor on, on some of the guys you've had in the past? Uh, he's, he, I think he's coming out of his, out of his shell. And uh, part of it is, you know, I, I just, and I'm, I'm being honest, the Adele-Justin situation didn't mesh. And, uh, you know, now that um, Adele's not there, um, there, there's no, you know, pull. He's, he, he's the guy, there's no backup and uh, kind of the same situation Tyler's in and Justinian's in, he's had a much shorter lead until this point of the year. And I think the last month um, has been, now you're starting to see, and I'm starting to see what he can do um, um, all around. And as you said, I mean, that's the big picture, but answering your question, um, he's as good as on-ball defender and, a, and a, his ability to switch probably takes it, you know, when you look at a Jason Smith, somebody that I, you know, a Darren Lucas, um, those two guys were, were in this class defensively, but the thing that just, Justin can do that adds to it is his ability to switch one to four. And uh, I think in today's game with the on ball and the way the game's played, small ball, it, it's making him really, really valuable. And just one for Isaac from me, Getting to go home, mate, for the next three games, I mean, in the position you're in, you've, you've got 
your destiny in your own hands and you're hoping to go back to what should be a, a crazy WEC. I mean, what's that prospect like for you? Yeah, really exciting. Um, something we've kind of been aiming for um, the entirety of the year is to control our own destiny. Like, that's, that's what we want um, going down the stretch. Um, I think for a while there, we were kind of almost just chasing a feeling, like trying to get the feeling right within the group around the middle of the season. Um, and now we kind of, we don't necessarily speak about it, but it's in the back of our heads. Like, we know it's crunch time. We know we need the results. And so, um, yeah, we're excited to go home, play in front of what should be almost a packed house, we're hoping. Um, but every game we're playing for our lives. So we're going to bring that intensity to it um, on Sunday and then go from there. But good feeling. Um, happy that we can control all of this. And, uh, yeah, we're confident. There you go. That's Georgian and White from the Illawarra Hawks talking about their win tonight against the New Zealand Sky Sport Breakers. All right, time's almost up for um, this week, this week's episode of The Locker Room, but we're going to finish on just a couple of things. First of all, we're just going to have a quick look at the surfing, and it's the fight for the final five hits Surf Ranch. After an explosive two months in Australia, the Championship Tour heads to America for the most unique event of the season, the Jeep Surf Ranch Pro. World Surf Weekly deep dives into what expect, what to expect from the world's best surface in the picture-perfect 700-yard waves. Find out what it takes to design a perfect run at the ranch, how the rookies will navigate their first event there, and who can, can challenge WSL rankings leader and past event champions Gabriel, Gabriel Mendina and Carissa Moore. And we'll have more from surfing in each episode from the WSL, the World Surfing League. All right, coming up here on All Sports Radio, we've got we've got another great podcast that comes out next Thursday night, and I'm really looking forward to this one. It's with uh, Shep and Tomo. It's the selection night with Shep and Tomo. They'll be looking at all the ins and outs from the local South Australian local teams. We've got interviews, use results, and of course, all the ins and outs. That's next Thursday. That will be that will hit all your favourite uh, podcast hosts: um, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Breaker, all the all the all the usual suspects. So make sure you keep an eye out for that, and also you can catch. Uh, the Locker Room at all on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, and all the other great uh, podcast hosts. It's been such an excellent being with you tonight. Thanks for tuning in. It's um, really excited to see so many listeners uh, tuning in from all around the place. Yes, and I'll catch you all next week. My name's Darren, and this has been Osports Radio's Locker Room. Ciao for now.